happening? <laughs> yes, it says we are live. The live video is now live. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Evan and Aaron Show presents the red and the blue soccer chat. Uh, this be Evan, this be Aaron. We are here to talk soccer tonight, guys, man. Aaron, how you doing tonight, brother? You doing all right? I, I'm really, 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 really good. Oh, um, excited! We got a big game happening mm. later on tonight. I believe that we will qualify. <laughs> uh, winning, uh, well, you know, it's it's Costa Rica. Um, it, it's uh, it's always been a tough place to go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, let's jump right in here and talk about it. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, we are over. We are over at Costa Rica, but I see stars aligning for us. And I think you should elaborate on what you were talking about, like a little bit earlier about, um, Costa Rica's lineup. Well, Costa Rica's got nine guys, uh, on yellow cards. Yeah. And as Greg Burhalter pointed out, um, it's, that's a silly damn rule at this stage. Mm. Uh, you know, if a guy picked up a yellow card in the first game and now we're 14 games later, 13 games later, um, and you know, you pick up a yellow card in this game and then you're potentially out of what would be that country's biggest match of the year, mm -hmm. if not, you know, of four years, depending on if they qualify. So, um, that's a tough break, but they've yeah. got nine guys and I think, the conventional wisdom is that they may choose to rest some of those players mm -hmm. um, in order to make sure they are available for yeah. um, a playoff match, potentially against New Zealand or the Solomon Islands. It seems more likely to New, be New Zealand, probably. New Zealand. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like. You know, choosing to rest a pitcher, right? You know, that, like that. that yes. it, you know, it, depending on how the games are going to unfold, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't think I, I just don't think if I'm Costa Rica, I don't think I put my like any eggs in this basket. You have to first. There's several things you got to do. Number one, you got to hope that the U.S. Um, doesn't do what we think they're going to do as far as lineup goes, and I right. think that they're they're probably just going to play. Um, you know who who they should play and that should be all the starters right right um and so i think that they're banking on us not doing that i don't think that happens but i think the second thing and the most looming thing for them mm -hmm. six nil you're 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 not it's, it's not gonna happen you're not gonna beat yeah. this u.s men's team six nil no you're not going to do it. So I think that you're, everything you're saying is right. I think that it, it, if, if I was the manager of Costa Rica, I would, I would say, okay, let me rest my guys. Mm -hmm. Let me get them ready for the New Zealand or you know, Solomon Islands match. And let's go out and let's just be the better team. Because quite frankly, out of those two or out of those three nations right there, if I was a betting man, I'd probably say Costa Rica would probably push through. Yeah, I think they're potentially that that that's what would happen. Uh, I haven't seen New Zealand for quite some time, uh, but that you know it was a a bit of a shock when they were there previously. I think yeah. they've only ever won one match. However, if I remember correctly, it was Italy in South Africa. Oh wow! Um, so wow. they've got a scalp, so they potentially could. But yeah, I, I think um, the reality is that the U.S. should probably stick with their best starting lineup, bar anybody who may have picked up a knock from the match the other night. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Anybody who's maybe on managed minutes, I'm looking at Ugo Reyna. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I, I think we keep largely the same guys that have gotten us to this point in these mm -hmm. two games. Um, most of these guys are, you know, going to go back to their European club teams mm -hmm. where they aren't necessarily playing as much. So I don't think you have to worry about you know the the mileage uh, on them. And quite frankly. True. Um, it's time to get our asses to the World Cup. So, uh, yeah. you know, if if you need Joe Reyna for some reason tonight, you better not hesitate to use the guy. Right, right. I, I, I have one hesitation, though, and it has to do with, you know, my guy, mm -hmm. oh, this side. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's got to do with Pooley. I'm like, he's sitting on a yellow card from the last match. It was a silly card. It was an absolute silly card. You don't, you don't approach a ref like that, no matter how angry you are. Yeah. Um, 
I like the fire though. I, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I, I like love it. it. I Especially love it. when the guy kicked the ball at Dan yeah, Torres. Absolutely. All of a He's like, oh, now you're messing with my guy. Yeah. And so I love that about it. Yeah. However, from a tactician type, you know, standpoint, Burhalter, how how long how long would you go with Pooley? You know, I think I would really plan uh to start him and definitely give him the the full forty five of the first half. And then I would make an evaluation at halftime. Have we scored? Have they scored? How's he feeling? Um, because so it, the the card isn't a consideration for you. It's it's not to me because okay. the card only comes into play if we get beat six nothing and have to go to the playoff okay. match. Okay. It, to me, I would not worry at all about guys on cards um, because as long you know we we lose one to nothing tonight, we get a draw, we win one to nothing. It doesn't matter. These cards get wiped out, and the the fact that they're they would okay. still apply to that next match. It, it, I understand it's the same zone of qualifying and all that stuff. Now mm-hmm. you put it, um, but it, it would be really, really unfair um, for a guy to have played to this point, uh, and you know, like I said, pick to have picked up a yellow card ten games ago, right? And then he picks right. up another one tonight. I first off, I I I think the the yellow card rule is a bit outdated. Mm. Um, and the way it's handled in tournaments. Definitely um, a point of contention. It seems to be arbitrary from tournament to tournament yep. at what phase they get. You know, So I've seen it where all your cards accumulate until the knockout round. I've seen it where they reset after every round. Yep. Um, it, you know, it. Quite frankly, in the World Cup, I believe that you should be able to get a yellow card in every game. Mm. Look, you've got, you've got I- three group matches, and then... Um, Potentially f- four knockouts, so I think, and probably more now that we're expanding the World Cup again. Yeah. But I don't, I don't see, in, and unless you think it's a truly tactical foul, and then as a referee you have discretion as well. But I don't see any reason why a guy who just plays hard from match to match and mm-hmm. maybe catches a guy late. Yeah. I don't, I don't see why that punishment should stand. Wait, we're well past the 1990 World Cup where <laughs> tactical fouling was such the norm in the game. And I don't mean yeah. what, what um, you know, Rodri and every other fucking midfielder that graces Pep Guardiola's path does. I'm talking about just the cynical constant fouling because defenders had not learned how to deal with mm-hmm. the new attackers. Um, that just doesn't happen anymore. Oh. Apparently it's time, me, it's time for me to play solitaire. Apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 you know, and, and I've kind of gotten off track here, but yeah, I, I don't think we should worry about the yellow cards okay. at all. I okay. think we just put a strong lineup out mm-hmm. um, and, you know, got, see how they do. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're going to be a little leggy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be hot. Sure. Uh, it's going to be a tough atmosphere. Sure. So let's see how professional our best 11 can be here. One of my fears for tonight is is that, you know, good teams, great teams, I'm not saying we're a great team, but, you know, teams that are playing well, um, depending on the mix of personnel you have, they tend to sometimes play to the level, mm-hmm. 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 you know, of their opponent. And, and I can definitely see the opportunity for us to go in. Here's, here's, here's just what I think the bottom line of the match is tonight. Bottom line is, is that we have a golden opportunity to do two things. Well, three things. Number one, just flat out qualify yeah. and celebrate and have, you know, an awesome time, you know, tonight celebrating. Um, number two, we have a, a chance to do something that we've never done as yeah. a national team, and that's win in Costa Rica. Yeah. And then number three, I think the big thing is, is that we go into the World Cup, we go into the World Cup with with the same type of momentum as the as as yes. as, as clubs like Germany and England yep. and you know the uh, Hol- uh, the Netherlands and those guys go into uh, World Cups with they go into World Cups with wins mm-hmm. they go in with momentum yeah. they go in with that kind of chip on their shoulder where totally they're like agree. you know what we're good and I think this is a prime opportunity to see at least see how our young guys are going to yeah. be able to respond to that because yeah. I think that we have enough really world-class talent on this team, that they can handle it. Yeah. They can handle it. Well, and w- what I liked about the game the other night was just the energy and enthusiasm mm. they brought to it. They yeah. knew they needed a performance. Yes, it was Panama, 
but they came out and did what needed to be done. Five. And, what? you know, we, 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 you know, two of his goals were penalty kicks and, uh, People who've never taken penalty kicks always go, you know, say, oh, guys padding their stats and inflating it. Somebody's got to step up and do so, it. Someone's got to do uh, it. And he hit both of them. Um, both were really nice. But let me tell you. And there after, were no laser pointers. After the, yeah. <laughs> after, you know, the, the, the shoving and them trying to intimidate him and, and all that jazz, then he comes along with a magical pirouette of a turn. Oh, man. Megs a guy oh, and then my. just strokes it home. I'm sorry. I got. I want Christian Pulisic with that kind of chip on his shoulder. So, so I've got to get, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I got to give a shout out to this guy right here because we were watching this match, and when he did it, in the moment that he did it, I turned to you and I was like, "Dude, was that an accident?" And we watched it again. No, that's... And he called it from the beginning. He's like, "No, dude, that's world class, world right class." There. And, and and the it, it was it displayed to the world everything that I think that that we've hung our hopes on mm -hmm. when it comes to Christian Pulisic yeah. for the United States men's national team. I think that it's just well phenomenal the way everybody played together. We, we got to see uh, Joe Reyna in that great oh, run gosh. last week. Um, we, we've gotten to see Tyler Adams just putting his heart on the line, mm -hmm. making some great plays. Mm -hmm. Walker Zimmerman really, really looking good. And uh, for those of you, hopefully you're Juventus fans and, and you've gotten to see enough of Weston McKinney to know that we've got several guys now. It's not just on Pooley's shoulders, yeah. but it's nice to see when it needs to happen. He's he's just mm -hmm. right there and ready to step up. It, it, this, is, this is an exciting time. This is maybe the most exciting time I can remember in American soccer. And I'm really, really looking forward to mm -hmm. how we do because I, you know, I, I'm not really sure there's a, a clear, you know, hands down best team in the world right now. I think I'd lean France, and I wouldn't want to run into them early. Right, right, but, right. You know, the whole point of a knockout tournament is you build momentum, mm -hmm. and that's what you're saying. Build that momentum. We're gonna go. Hopefully, you know, hey, we get a we get a win tonight. We reconvene in uh, probably May, late May or June. Yeah. Then we got a couple more camps before the World Cup. This, this is the way to do it. Absolutely. I, you know, I'd be scared to run into Italy. Oh. oh. Is it too soon? Is it too soon? Did you see the uh, is it too soon? The banner that the Swiss had? <laughs> it, it, I am, I'm horrible. I'm sorry. If there's any, anybody from Italy here, sorry. You guys would do the same. To, you did the same to us. Come on. Whatever. Anyway, please tell your story. <laughs> Uh, just the Swiss fans had a banner and it looked like a, a Google search, uh -huh. and it it said uh, Italy going to uh, Qatar twenty two World Cup, and then no, like it does it says, fail. "Did you mean Switzerland?" <laughs> oh so. my gosh! See, you get humor on this show too, Little, guys. It's <laughs> banter. It's the bants. <laughs> so, um, Aaron, you you've you've done some great notes here, man. Um, the, these these this three game set so far mm. I think we have predicted correctly mm. almost exactly what was going to happen we said you know what we'll probably walk away with a draw yeah um you know and we from could, the Azteca could have won that match uh, there were several opportunities could have won it. several opportunities yeah. um we, we we pretty much predicted that correctly mm -hmm. um we said that we would beat Panama and and probably beat them convincingly yeah and we did that, you know, incredibly well. I think um, with Costa Rica, I'd like to hear uh, kind of your prediction, man, because we're on a roll. What do you think tonight looks like, and what do you think the score is? Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be 2-1. I think we're going to probably give up one late. Um, I, I think I think we'll probably make – you know, we'll probably use all five substitutions, and I think ultimately that will make us a little weaker at the back. But I think we're going to – we're gonna come out. I think we're, we're gonna score early against them, uh, and they'll probably put their heads down. Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, I, I think to even be talking, to, you know, to hear them talking about resting guys and looking, you know, saying we really the next game is the more important, and yeah. and you know, yeah, strategically that might be accurate, but I think it messes with a player's head because every player just wants to go out and win mm -hmm. the game in front of them. And we have an opportunity, I think, to, to hit them early, yeah. um, press them back, make them have to chase the game, yep. get a second goal, kill it off, um, and get some subs. Yes. You know, get 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 some guys on. Um, you know, we, we, we get the, the the starters, you know, the, the probably the core eight or nine guys there, mm -hmm. save, you know, Weston and maybe a few others uh, uh, who aren't going to start because of, you know, accumulation or whatever for this game. Right. Um, 
but get those guys 60 minutes together um, and get the job done. You know, this, yeah. is, this is a time to go. You want to win the match, but you want to do it professionally. You want to manage it. You want to go into tackles appropriately mm-hmm. um, and, and just get a result and, and know that, um, you know, you're heading to the World Cup after this. Right, <laughs> right. No, absolutely. Um, man, I, I did a little research on Costa Rica because I wanted to know. I wanted to know what they were all about. Their manager well, is... Well, they have the, one of the nicest climates. Well, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Um, uh, and if anybody wants to send the Evan and Aaron show to Costa Rica for one of those matches, that would be great. But um, did some research on the uh, manager, and he literally is one of the most conservative um, managers that they've ever had in Costa Rican really? uh, national team history. So this is why I believe my prediction of um, 3-0 will happen. I think they think I think, he, I think I think he sits back. I think he, you know, puts a team out there, kind of their B team. Mm-hmm. Um I think that uh, Burholter realizes and recognizes the the momentum piece. Um I think that US soccer needs to send a message yep. um you know that hey, we're here mm-hmm. and we're back and we, you know, we're not going anywhere. Um I think that 3-0 uh would be would be wonderful. Yeah. Um you know, so I'm I'm thinking that we blank them, and like I said, I think we I think we get three goals. I can see it happening. It'd be nice to uh, you know put down a marker and say, okay, Canada may have the most points, but we're the dominant team in, yeah. in the region. It took us a while to get firing. Yep, and uh, good good on Canada for uh, their momentum. They you know they've they've qualified nicely, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you know we're the big dog. Yeah. Well, and, speaking and, of which. And uh, <laughs> the big dog is barking in the background. It's actually the little dog. But, uh, uh, there you go. She thinks she's the big dog. That's all right. That's all right. All right, man. Um, yeah, let's uh, – let's, uh, boy, I tell you. We're going to – you want to go with uh, – The halftime? Oh, you want to go ahead to halftime? Yeah, we, you know what? We, we're usually we're, late we're, to halftime. We're, we're going to be early to halftime And, and here's time. the thing. We're, we're, we're tinkering with kind of making, you know, making our – Making our show kind of a little more compact, so that way you guys, yeah, can listen to the the insanity going on upstairs. <laughs> See, they like it. Okay, we're trying to make it a little more um, commute friendly. So, with that being said, man, um, yeah, I think we go. All right, halftime shot, brother. We're heading to halftime. We're heading to halftime. Um, you know, I, I'm giving it to you. What 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 do you got for us tonight, man? Well, I want to give a big big shout out. Uh, something that's oh. not happened before. Uh, Barcelona and Real Madrid women uh, played a match in front of 91,553 wow. supporters uh, at the Camp Nou in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, an, I mean, an absurd figure period. Yeah. Uh, but what a huge number. Uh, the previous record crowd for a women's game has stood since 1999 when 90,185 fans watched the World Cup final between the U.S. and China at the oh. Rose Bowl in Pasadena, where Brandi Chastain became iconic mm. uh, for her goal in her celebration. Yep. This is just phenomenal for the women's game, and I think it's just more more evidence that the women's game is is uh, growing at an astronomical rate yeah uh, you know the the um, NWSL Cup uh, got good coverage good attendance yep. um, the women's World Cup last time around got good coverage good attendance mm-hmm. um, and, and this is how it should be you know we shouldn't even be really making that much of a distinction that's right. 92,000 people right um, you know for nearly 92,000 people for a match so phenomenal my hats off to them yep. uh, and it shows you it's not just the US women's national team that does this right this is Barcelona and Real Madrid I'm sure they're made up of a lot of European players mm-hmm. not aware of any Americans playing for them um, so you know they don't they don't need uh, you know the Alex Morgans and the Hope Solos uh, to you know create the buzz you yeah. know this is this is big now and these clubs have thrown their their weight behind it um, and I think it's great. So shout out to the women's game again. Absolutely. Um, I'm I'm going to stick with that um, motif. Um, the Chelsea women, um, just behind you know Sam Kerr, uh, have been playing lights out, and I've really enjoyed yep. um, watching them play the game. I really have, and and had a chance to um, you know just really start to get into uh, the women's EPL Super League. Um, just 
phenomenal play. I mean, yep. it, and it, it, it doesn't shock me at all. No. Like, it, it shouldn't shock anybody. Um, these these athletes are incredible. Mm. Um, hats off to them. Yeah, that's a that's a hell of a record that just got broken. Uh, so, slanty. Slanty. Mm. I feel so, like, sophisticated. Like, you know. Dude, man. Only the best for you, my friend. Is this? Okay. But but I got to say, like, Manchester's, man. Oh, whoa, whoa. I about said City. I am so sorry. You can punch me in the face. Go ahead. Manchester United Slaps. fans. Oh! Um, I, United fans have great, like, shot glasses, man. Yeah. Even though you're the only United fan I've done shots with in their house. But, but hey, that's okay. Um, well, that's a good transition because speaking of. Here we go. Speaking of. Yep, yep, yep. We do. We do talk about Bruno right now. Yes, we do. Uh, yes, we do. And, 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 and Ronaldo at that. I tell yeah. you, going into the break, um, United were a, a team up and down, and especially mm-hmm. that last game was uh, Atletico Madrid there. Yep. Um, I believe that's right. Let me check my notes. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Pretty Atletico. sure. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and people so, had doubts about Bruno. Um, one sitting right here, and I apologize. Uh, I, he's I, not been, you know, look, I don't think there's really anybody for Manchester United that you can really say has been at their best. I would say, ultimately, the standout performer recently has been Jaden Sancho. I think yeah, he's no, you, beginning yeah. to approach the type of that. form. Um, and, and, of course, David De Gea is just the best shot-stopping goalkeeper on the planet. Yep. Fight me. Um <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there were question marks. Is Ronaldo beginning to fade right before our eyes? Mm. Is, is Bruno as effective as he was, what, 18 months ago or so when yeah. he first came in? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, for Portugal, I think the the, the doubters have been shut down. They, yeah, yeah um, they have. Just, you know, two great goals uh, from Bruno in uh the game just the other day to get them through. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronaldo involved in the buildup. Um, you know, the the whole can they play together kind of thing. I don't really understand where that comes from. Yeah. You've yeah. got one of the best playmakers on the planet um, who, for all the fuss, I believe has been in, in more goal involvements mm-hmm. than any other player in the Premier League over the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, going away to the national team can – inspire you well and, and kind of get you focused back on things it's a little bit of a you know sh- more of a sheltered environment for some guys you know Pogba goes away uh, he loves playing for France look good right um but then there's Harry Maguire who goes away for England um he's getting booed oh, booed by that... the home fans um and you know the, the the question is if somebody's playing so bad for his club team and it's that obvious isn't it kind of a slap in the face to some of these other guys that are working hard at their clubs? The yeah. uh, what, uh, um, uh, Tamori, um, mm. you know, in 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 Roma, yeah. um, and you know some of the guys for for smaller clubs in England. Um, but you know the fact remains, Harry Maguire has looked pretty good in England jersey over the last few years. Yeah. It was very integral to getting them to the semifinal and right. then the final of a major tournament, um, and. You know, scored a penalty. Uh, he, the, England plays a different system than Manchester United does, and maybe it would benefit him a little bit if Manchester United could help protect him uh, the way way England does. Um, but you, but you, you see these guys, uh, and and hopefully some of that form, mm-hmm. um, some of you know Ronaldo and, and and Bruno, you know, Alanga came on for a few minutes for Sweden in mm-hmm. their games. Uh, they didn't, they did not, you know, manage to go through. Lindelof right. captain the team again, though. I mean, you've got. You know, some of these guys do get inspiration, yeah. and uh, you know, ho- hopefully they come back. Um, it was just really disappointing to see fans booing a guy like McGuire. You know how you know how I feel about Elanga. I, I oh, absolutely yeah. love him. I, I think that you guys you guys have a really great player in the making there. Uh, well, hell, not in the making. He's a he's a really good player right now. Mm-hmm. I I really am, man. I I. It, it, for as much as Harry Maguire has been made a meme, 
like you cannot dispute the guy's pedigree. You you right. can't dispute what he has done. Yeah. And the fact is, is that people, I think, it, it, it just to me, it seems like people are so willing to put him out the pasture so quick right. Right. that it's like, wait a minute. What what does that say about your own national team, England mm-hmm. fans, yeah. for you to sit there and boo somebody yeah. that has been integral in mm-hmm. getting you, you know, where you've right. been? And right. so, you know, it's just, it, for me, it's bad form. For me, yeah. it's bad form. Uh, you know, come on, England, England fans. Like, you, you guys, you guys are so much better than this. Uh, you know, it, 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 it hurts me to see, um, to see a player so, like I said, so so much a a catalyst for yeah. for this team become become a, a you know a, a target of ridicule like this. This is there was a couple episodes ago. I asked you, does Harry Maguire deserve all of the you know all of the uh, uh, you know the criticism? Mm-hmm. And and I agree I agreed with everything you said. You said yeah he 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 kind of does you know with with man man you, but when he puts that national jersey on. One thing you said that really stuck with me, man, and and I and I love this is that when you put that national jersey on, when you put your country's jersey on, something changes. Mm-hmm. Something changes when I when I see Reyna and Pulisic, and when he's healthy, Weston McKinney, you know, Wea, uh, you know, when I see these guys out there, they're they're Americans, and it's like you know what, we can suck, and we. Did suck four years ago because mm-hmm. you know, but but still, you love the team. Yeah. You hate the result, mm-hmm. and you can sit and play Monday mor- Monday morning quarterback all you want. But when you look at this team, yeah, they deserve your respect. They deserve your love. Well, I you know, with the U.S. national team, I think a lot of people did take it too far. It was an incredibly disappointing experience, and I understand the emotion of it. But I mean, people are still mad at Josie Altidore, still mad at Michael Bradley, and they really need to let that go. Yes, in the same way. I mean, look, the only thing the British like doing more than queuing is to build somebody up just to tear them down. (laughs) And, you know, when Harry Maguire was wearing the captain's armband for Leicester and it was this dream thing, and he gets this big, huge move to Manchester United for way too much money, everybody builds him up. And now, you know, no matter what he does, it's not going to be good enough. Yeah. You know, he doesn't help himself out. The incident in Greece didn't help him out. Right. The way he has carried himself as Manchester United captain in light of some poor results, doesn't help him out. You know, he doesn't really seem to know how to get, how to get back to the basics of his own game. Yeah. Doesn't help him out. But the last thing a guy needs is to be, you know, wearing that jersey. I mean, this this isn't the dude who was kicking his cats. Right. Okay? Right. Um, you know, this isn't a guy, this isn't a, a, a an England player who... He wasn't headbutting anyone. Didn't sleep with his teammate's Same wife. Uh, you know, he, he uh, you know, wasn't getting out and getting into, into hey, trouble. Hey, hey. Uh, well, I'm just saying, look, there are things to, you know, really... Johnny. Really get on players yeah. for. Yeah, you're right. You're and... Right. You know, I would imagine the majority of the boos were coming from Manchester United fans there at an England match, which are some of just the chaviest dumbasses on the planet. And Mm. I'm a United fan, but I'm not one of those United fans because I just wouldn't do that. Um, It's just it's just not the time and the place. And there's really no time to boo your own players. Right. Right. You know, there's a way to express that. But when a guy's getting announced before the game and every touch, look, if he makes a bad pass, you can boo the bad pass. Right. I I just I don't understand the mindset. So, you know, hopefully uh, United come back. Um, You know, speaking of Leicester, that's who they've got this weekend. So be a, a, you know, a fun little reunion for uh, uh, Harry Maguire with Mm -hmm. Jamie Vardy. Um, and we'll see how it goes. Leicester's been an up and down team recently, right. um, so be nice to get a nice home win at uh, Old Trafford. Get back on track. They've got Everton after that, which we all know Everton are just complete disarray. I feel really bad for Frank Lampard right now. Yeah. Uh, and then they follow that with Norwich. So they've got a good run in front of them. Um, it, it's just a matter of where the players' mindset is. Hey, Jake, thanks for tuning in. Um, yeah. Yeah, I saw that comment from Aguero, and it sounds like it sounds like a comment he would have made in 2012, right after he scored the goal. Because yeah. I, I'm sure there was a time and a culture of that. But um, to me, it sounds like right now, um, you know, everybody in England is a Liverpool fan. Um, so, and and some of that could be true. Um, you know, I, I think the big clubs are always going to get an outsized portion of, you know, 
coverage. It, it, yeah. it, it's, it sort of pays for itself, uh, you know, if, if you're in these big competitions. And now they talk about them because they're not in the big competitions. So it sounds more like a guy, you know, kind of keeping alive uh, a little bit of the, the old school aspect. I mean, if that's his perception, so be it. Yeah. Um, I mean, people are fawning over Pep. People fawn over Klopp. I think it's a personality-driven thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe Sergio just wasn't a big enough personality. I think, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I think that it was somewhat, you know, just... Maybe it was cheek. tongue-in-cheek, too. That's what I was going to say. It was cheeky. Uh, you know, at least that, that was my impression of it, is the fact that, you know, hey, you know, all of them are Man U supporters anyway, mm-hmm. which is a nod to, you know, the, the pedigree of Man U. I mean, yeah. it's just like, you know, when you think of... The, the Premier League, there are a few teams that yeah. come up. Liverpool, um, you know, hopefully Chelsea. But I think out of all of them, i got to give it to Man U because, I mean, you know, it, it's it's the iconic yeah. just team when you think of, you know, different players that have played for them throughout the years. I mean, you know, I, you only get a Wayne Rooney coming around, you know, once in a lifetime, there's a guy who can score, you know, yep. a hat trick and then go out and have some beers with just regular Joes that night, yeah. you know. So, I mean, you, you you think about all the people that played with them, all the people that have played for them. Yes, they're going to be the iconic thing. I think it was cheeky. Um, I think it was a, a nod to, to Man U. And, and I think it was also maybe exactly what you were talking about and the fact that he's acknowledging, okay, these people that were jeering at, Maguire, it that they're mostly Man U fans. Maybe. I, I don't know. Maybe he's kind of sticking. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember the context of it. Um, but you know, it's it, it's probably being made more of than it needs to be. Just like a stage slap at an award show. So. Oh. Um. Wow. And Man. Yo. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Play it. We uh. We had some year boys uh, yes. out on their international duty. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Duty. Um, <laughs> but I don't think much too much taxing. I'm sure Conte got to stretch his legs for France a little yep. bit. Um, yep. Obviously, I think the guy doing the most work was Mindy. Mindy, again. yes. Uh, oh, my god! Yet again, Shall standing Shall we talk tall. about this? Well, can we talk about how bad the penalties in that match were? Oh, my oh. goodness. Uh, I mean... Man. Look, it can happen to anybody, but I don't know if anybody's noticed that um, uh, Mo Salah and and Leo Messi have both missed big, big penalties in big, big games. I'm going to I am going to stick up for Mo Salah though, I, <laughs> because I, he was say, had a clown face of yes, laser lights. Exactly. On him. I'm like, yeah. you know what? This is the thing. I'm like, you, you got to get. I am so happy for Edward Mendy. I'm happy for Senegal. Hey. You know, way to hang in there, way to do it, guys. Um, I, it, anyway, yes, we we, we we had a few guys um, playing some internationals. One, um, obviously, you know, was a huge match. Um, the other one was um, Holland and Germany. Uh, and, and this one was, was interesting because we had several guys out there. Um, you know, uh, I mean, Werner played well. Yeah, he again, was, somebody else who plays a little bit better in a German jersey. Bit, than yes, in absolutely. Chelsea Werner played well. Um, Havertz. It, it, I, I read something, okay, that said that Bayern Munich may start courting him, and I'm like, that worries me. That that worries me, guys, because here's the thing: Havertz is one of those guys who who we have seen grow mm. in front of our very eyes yeah. during the course of this season, mm. especially the, the middle half, the he, middle yes. part. And now mm. um, this guy, in my opinion, he's the future. He is the future for Chelsea. Not, not the only guy, but he's one of the cogs in the machine that I think we have to, we have to do what we can, but <laughs> We we need an owner. We need yeah. somebody, you know, to 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 say, hey, Chelsea, we're we're buying you. So um, that worries me. But the guy that surprised me, I think, out of all the guys in action, even though it was a friendly, was R- Rudiger. Um, mm-hmm. Did not play well. Did not get the reviews that an Antonio Rudiger usually gets. Um, it, I think it's an an anomaly. 
Um, I think he was just off. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stick up for Rudiger. Rudiger's my guy, and yes, I know that you know people feel a certain type of way about him. Um, but but I will always stick up for him. He's but, a bit bitey. Um, oh, here we go. Here we I, go. My take on Rudiger is I think he <sighs> has uh, – he's the German Chris Smalling. He has <sighs> he's, – he's good, and he's had a season uh, to be proud of. Yeah. Um, but I think he will regress to the mean a little bit. I actually don't think he's – a truly world-class defender, mm. um, and I, you know, this is a one-off game. Uh, I still believe he's prone to just a really boneheaded mistake. And okay. uh, I, again, I mean, Chris Smalling, plenty of caps sure. know, for England. Absolutely, um, won titles uh, or you know did well with Manchester United. Um, but um, yeah, I, I I have I have doubts. I have question marks about him. Um, and I, I think whoever buys Chelsea mm. is going to need to invest in them. There's there's, oh, yeah. there's good bones there. Don't be wrong. I mean, this, yeah. is, a team, this is defending uh, what Champions League champions. Yep. Um, you know, they're in third place in the league. They're probably going to finish in third place in the league, so they're going to secure that for next year. So it's 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 not like I'm dissing them, uh, but at the same time, um, you know, Manchester United finished second last year. And and we're talking about them as a team in crisis. So that shows you how quickly, um, you know, if, if if the off-field stuff begins to spill over mm-hmm. and, and be problematic, mm-hmm. you know, this could be a fire sale. But between now and then, what I do like is is Tuchel saying and doing all of the right things. Yeah. And um, he's, he's if, if not getting performances, getting the results. Yeah. And I think that's really going to be put to the test over the next couple of weeks because I, I do too. Brentford, you know, I, lower I, half of the table, but could can, be a banana. Sandwich. I was going to say, can I just say that I am, I'm worried about this match. Um, Brentford, they, at any time, they are the, um, they are the Cincinnati Bible college. <laughs> Of some, because that's why you play the. That's why not 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 against not against Hanover. Okay, They're, but 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 at any given moment, soccer field, at man. any given moment, that's why you play the. That's why you play the match. All right, you can. You know what? I, I I'm your analogy is weird, but I. I mean, I get. I get the I, point. I'm just of it. saying. I'm just saying, and and you know where I'm going with this is that you know the 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 team that you underestimate the most. The team that that you go in like ah oh, we're going to beat them because that's the thing and and guys once again I'm gonna I'm just gonna talk him up these guys never underestimated us <laughs> they just destroyed us and I think that you know that says a lot to your to your mindset so if Chelsea if we are not maintaining that focus yeah this can be very much and, and I love what you wrote it can be a banana peel type game yeah well absolutely. Between now and the end of the season, Tuchel's got his work cut out for him. Oh, yeah. Because oh, yeah. he basically has to convince these guys to not, you know, get on social media and read, <laughs> read about what is going on at the club oh, my God. and just focus on their play. And thus far, he's done that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this is a two-week period here mm-hmm. where you got a team, you're, you're coming out of the international break, which can, can always be up and down for some teams. You never know how guys are going to, you know. Do we have injuries? Are guys tired? Yeah. How far did they have to travel? Are they focused? Blah, 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 blah. Yep. And you've got that one game, and then you turn right around, and you've got to host Real Madrid. Yes. Who, who do. They do have their own issues right now. But it's and Real. You might be playing them at the right time with Benzema still out. But let me tell you. Oh, my gosh. That, that I mean, Real Madrid is the quintessential figure out how to get it done in the mm-hmm. Champions League team. And like I said, this might be the perfect time to play him, but you're you're gonna have we, to. We got to go in with game. The, we got to go in. I, it, this is my feeling. We have to at least have a plus two on aggregate going in, going to going their to, field. Yeah, we we have to. Um, man, it's tough. This is this is gonna be a tough schedule. Um, so we got Brentford, Real. Um, South, uh, South we go to Southampton away. away, and then Madrid and away. Madrid away, so that's tough. Um, Leeds, I mean, 
once again, anytime you go away. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and you've got a, a Leeds team who between now and then might have a resurgence under sure. uh, 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 Jesse Marsh, who's, you know, at least getting them moving in the right direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. We've got Palace, which always nobody at the end of the season, him. nobody, nobody wants, to play wants to play. No one wants to play Palace. Arsenal. Arsenal. Arsenal's got a lot to prove. West, West Ham, Ham comes to town. You, now these games I are mean, at the bridge. That helps you out. And they then, are. And then you got to go talk Frank. to Frank. We got to go talk to Frank. And Frank, you know what? I would not blame him if he had this one circled. If he oh, had this match, and say, "Boys, hey, look right here." Well, I, for the sake of his job, they're all circled right oh, now. Oh well, yeah, I'm, that's I'm true. I'm sure that, he that would like true. to uh, put one over on his old club. It. Then we, you know, have Wolves coming in, and then May fifteenth, my friend, May fifteenth, um, at ten a.m. We get it on at Old Tradford. If if, if I am back from my lovely vacation. Mm-hmm. We, that that might be the one to break out the plexiglass and, and, oh, and, and do a live gosh, remote man. if we can. Uh, oh. we'll, we'll keep you posted. We make a lot of promises. We keep very few. Of them. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, you know, we, we finish with Watford at home. So I, am, I, am I confident that we will finish top four? I believe so. You should be. I, I believe so. so. It depends. It, it depends on this last, you know, month and almost, well, almost two months. It depends on how much Tuchel can keep the guys focused yeah. on football. Absolutely. You know, can, you know, can he continue being the, you know, the the Dumbledore of you know, <laughs> of 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 you know, of, of the bridge. I mean, that's that's what that's what he needs to do. He needs to just continue to keep these guys focused on soccer, and if he can do that. Then I think that we can maintain our spot, um, and put ourselves in a, in a position to where you know if somebody stumbles above us, mm-hmm. okay. Well, bids have to be tabled by the 11th of April. Ah, uh, um, yes. And uh, so you could have some distracting headlines as you board the plane to Madrid, oh. um, because that'll that'll probably go a long way to telling you who's actually going to get it. Absolutely. There, there's going to be you know a few people named that really aren't in the running just to right kind of kind of push the narrative yep. um right now the americans are, are leading it there's two or three american oh. groups uh but not the cubs owners so okay. um not really sure I, I didn't have really a chance to look into it and right. I, honestly i just you know i i don't want to see uh just a historic club get get broken up and, and sold for spare parts. Right. Um, but there's a lot to happen between now and then. And it could it it could unsettle them and it it could also result in in players and coaches choosing to leave simply because they don't like the new ownership. Now, right. Right. I, how likely is that to happen? Probably not, but mm-hmm. you just it's just too many question marks, and uh, you know, at least the the question marks at, at my club right now are at least all have to do with soccer. Exactly. <laughs> Unfortunately, exactly. you're just dealing you're dealing with guys trying to uh, poison your current owner. So I was going to say that's the you know I guess the 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 last thing that that I'll mention, and dude, it is I'm going to mention it quick. Um, this i we do not have evidence about who did this but i think that we all can agree um that this this smells of putin oh yeah um you know that uh abramovich knew way too much and he was afraid that it would get out i mean it's it's the classic you know the classic kind of you know hey godfather type deal you know it's like hey you know this guy knows too much Whack yeah it. i i, I... I mean, I don't, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's a huge stretch to to believe that Putin is is behind this, um, especially since it was at a peace negotiation and other, um, you know, Ukrainian negotiators mm-hmm. uh, became ill too. Um, quite frankly, I'm surprised they failed because this is what the Russians have been pretty good at over the last few years. Yep. Uh, Lexi Navalny can probably talk about it a little bit. Um, <laughs> is he still a, in jail? There's, yeah, yeah. Um, for a fraud case now. Oh, um, and there's a few people who can't speak to it anymore because um, they're on film getting killed in the airport. Um, so 
It's a weird intersection of sport and politics, and the whole goal of this show is to stay closer to the sports than the politics. But boy, sometimes you just can't ignore it, and this is a crazy thing going on. So, um, anything more about Chelsea? No, it's it's too depressing, guys. It's just too depressing. Well, right at least your team is still in the top four. Yeah, um, you you have that. We're we're on the outside looking in, um, and there's a there's a lot of work to be done. Yeah, there is. So. Yeah, there is. Okay, so what okay, I want so. to do? Okay, so uh, see, this is what happens um, whenever you're not ready. So perfect. You know what? You get ready. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, hey. All right. So here's what we're going to do while Aaron steps away. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight um, I have a a really, I think, a pretty nice um, Hey Aaron segment for us. I really do. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, tonight I want to get your thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get your thoughts on the 2022 World Cup version <clears throat> Of the group of death. Who do you think? Like, so far, I'm trying to see. Um, believe it or not, is that right? Serbia? Serbia, Portugal. No, this is how they. I'm like, wait a minute. This is how they came out of those groups. So, yeah, Portugal did have to go to the playoffs. Okay, okay. So... Looking at kind of who know you know who who you know has gotten you know has 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 gotten in mm-hmm. or or is guaranteed to get in. What does the group of death look like? Uh, we're gonna have to kind of wait on until that on Friday because I'm not really sure who's gonna be grouped in which pots right now. Okay. Um, who I do you not want to play? Do not want to play France. Top four teams. You do, do not want to play. Do not want. To play France. Okay. At all. Um, don't think I'd want to play Belgium too early in the tournament either. Mm. Um, I'm just, I just don't have a lot of faith in Brazil or Argentina right now. Okay. Um, Argentina's in a weird spot. Brazil's in a weird spot. I mean, you never really want to play any of those major teams like that. But um, you know, this this might be a year to to, to catch them in a cold moment. Um, you know, with what they've accomplished recently, even though it's not really been pretty, I don't think I'd want to play Senegal. Uh, they've definitely mm. they've definitely demonstrated a building uh, an ability to just they can get grind it done. you down. They can get it done, um, and then rely on a massive goalkeeper yeah. uh, to take care of business. And um, you know they don't have Kepa to sub in to fuck that up. True. Um, <laughs> ow, 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 ow. That one. That one. Oh. <laughs> um. Mm. You know, you know, I'm gonna just go to the. I don't think I'd want to play England right now. Um, they they've just done well at recent tournaments, and they've they're just getting more and more firepower. Jack Grealish is starting to play well for them. Um, if Rashford, as Rooney said, gets his head out of his ass, he's a dangerous threat. Yeah. You, Sancho wasn't even called into camp, and he's one of the better wingers. Sterling captained the team the other mm-hmm. day and looked good. They can hit you from so many different angles. And by the way, then there's Harry Kane to finish it off. Yep. I would not want to play that team right now. Um, and probably just Germany because Germany does German shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, they do. Exactly. I mean, no, they, what's they, what's they, the old saying? Soccer's a game of, of uh, 22 people run around for 90 minutes, and in the end, Germany wins on penalties. <laughs> Uh, well said, well said. But yeah, I, I I do think it's a bit open because I don't think any of those teams are as dominant mm-hmm. as perhaps we've seen some some teams be at previous World mm-hmm. Cups. Mm-hmm. Uh, but th- those would be my favorites. I don't see, um, you know, I don't, I don't see Croatia really being able to make a run at this point. They're kind of aged out a little bit. I think that might be Germany's problem, but they've got some young guys coming through as well. Yeah. 
Um, you know, I, I, as I'm as I'm looking here, I, I have to give a shout out to Ukraine. Mm. Finishing second. I mean, it's not a strong group. I get it, but you had France in your group. Yeah, you had France in your group. Finishing second in that group, man. Well, and and you know they're they're on hold right now. There's going to be one one off game there. Um, yeah, what sometime in the summer, I think, and it will be. Uh, what is it? Scotland and um, Scotland. I'm trying to remember. It's Scotland and somebody else will eventually play Ukraine. Okay. Or, or I, I've got it backwards somehow. Um, but the Ukraine game was obviously postponed. And yeah. I think it was supposed to be Scotland Ukraine. So I think the winner of that match will have to play somebody else. Oh, okay. Um, I'm okay. not quite sure who that is at this point. Um, Italy. Oh no, no, not Italy. I did you know, it twice. I did it twice. I, I do feel a little bad for Italy because they were on such a streak. Oh man, did, they were. And then they did. You know, they won the the Euro. Uh, so for them to to play the way they did over several games and really, I mean, really only lost. I think that one game. I think they had too many draws. Obviously, yeah. Um, what what was it? Yeah, four. So yeah, so. <laughs> You know, they, they lost a playoff match uh, after four wins and four draws. It's a little unfortunate. Yeah. Um, but you got to score goals. You know, it's the name of the right. game, and that's right. not what Italy was doing. No. Um, so um, it happens. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's what I'm looking at. I'm hoping for an exciting cup. I feel weird about it. Just every, Qatar. Yeah, just yeah. everything that we know has gone on. Yeah. All the shit we don't know that's gone yeah, on. Yeah, that's true. That is true. The, the bid. The money, the fact that it's taking place at a, at a different time—it mm-hmm. it just I, I, this is poor, and this is it's a demonstration of you know how money corrupts the sport, uh, and that's a whole other episode on its own. <laughs> wow. Well, um, I, I have a fun thing to do. Alrighty. Do you want to do this? Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, this is called um, the game I made up, celebrity. Um, celebrity soccer. Okay. And I'm going to say a celebrity's name, and you're going to tell me whether or not this celebrity would cheer for Man U or Man City. Ooh, Man U or Man City. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And, and I know that most of it's going to probably teeter on whether you like them or not. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, okay, here we go. Ready? And we're starting with the big one. We're starting with the big one, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, Idris Elba. Oh, man. I'm gonna bet he's a United fan. Hmm. Okay. 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 Um. Do we know Bradley that? Cooper? Oh no no no! This is pure speculation, guys. Oh, we're just this guessing? is just what Aaron says. This is what Aaron thinks, oh. just based on who they are as individuals. I see. Um, I'm gonna say, yeah, Idris Elba's probably a United fan because he's probably an old head. He's been around for okay. a minute. Okay. Um, so unless he's from. The city of Manchester. I don't think he is. Okay. Um, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper probably doesn't know shit about soccer, so he's probably a city fan. <laughs> Tom Hanks. Um, didn't they see? Didn't we see him at a Spurs match? But I would, I would imagine he is as plastic as his face is, so he's a city fan. <laughs> this is why. This is why we do stuff like this, ladies and gentlemen. Denzel Washington. Oh. I ain't no city fan. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. He's probably a United fan because he's probably old enough to have heard that. Um, and he probably wants to be associated with Idris Elba at this point. <laughs> Who doesn't? I'm just saying. They should, they should like play Cousins in a oh, movie. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's it. That's it. Buddy, a buddy cop movie for Cousins. <laughs> Idris, cop. I need you to come over to the States and, and be my helper. And, and then have and then have the Denzel's son oh my be a badass in it, too. If Will Smith gets canceled, Bad Boys 4... Is going, is going to Elba be, and Denzel Washington, Washington. <laughs> just beating the shit out of Martin Exactly, Lawrence. that's right. Um, Robert De Niro. De Niro, man. De Niro is probably old enough to be a 1960s, 70s era Manchester United fan. Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right, cool. He probably knew George Best. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. Gonna say probably a city fan because he's mm. probably later. Okay. To it, I, you know, I, okay. I, I think the guys who maybe didn't grow up with the game, probably the notoriety of City over the last decade. Gotcha. 
has probably overshadowed United to a little bit. Okay, this one might be tough because just because of the NBA team he roots for. Mm. Jack Nicholson. You know what? Same answer as Robert De Niro. I bet. Oh, wow. I bet. I bet okay. Jack Nicholson was like, I can't let George Best have all okay. the English women. Okay. I, I, there's going to be some competition here. So I've, I, I, I think, it all comes I think back he's to like, women, doesn't it? Yeah. well, as, as George Best famously said, I spent all my money on, uh, alcohol, cars and women and the rest I blew. <laughs> oh my gosh. The ultra rich. God, they suck. Um, Christian Bale. That's a, Different one. Um, what do you think? Christian Bale's Australian, mm-hmm. and I'm going to guess he's a United fan because I, I'm guessing when he was a kid growing up in, uh, in Aussie land there, uh, they probably got a little bit of the United feed from the 80s and 90s. I don't think City was getting too much love back then. we got to remember that City wasn't a soccer team before right. the year right. 2010. Okay. Um, I've just confused half of you. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, Justin Timberlake. Hmm. Man. He was getting popular in the late 2000s there. I could see him being a United fan. I could see him him bringing sexy back to Old Trafford. I have fact-checked this one, and you are right, my friend. He is a United fan. He is a United fan. Um, How about Megan Fox? Probably a city fan. City fan? Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing the Transformers okay. premiered at Main Road. Oh! <laughs> That's good. That's awesome. Or the Eddie had now, I guess. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The game. <laughs> the game. I'm I'm pretty sure the in the game part of G Unit with those guys. Yeah. Okay, and they're New York Cats, right? Yeah. All right. I'm gonna bet the United fans for this reason. There was a brief period of time when Manchester United and the New York Yankees had a deal to sell each other's gear in each other's fan stores, so you could go to a Yankees game oh. and get Manchester United shit in the store, and vice versa. And ladies and gentlemen, twenty of Manchester's United most famous celebrity fans. One of them is the game, ladies and gentlemen. And that, ladies and gentlemen, wraps man, you. up. Man, you. This is how we do. That wraps up the Hey Aaron segment for tonight. Guys, listen. Uh, once again, great podcast, man. This, yeah. is, this is really good. Hopefully you Cheers. guys got plenty of information. Um, you know, Enjoy the match. It's getting ready to start in a few minutes. So yep. uh, I'm going to go ahead and pass it off to Aaron for Aaron's final thoughts. Brother, what you got for us? My final thoughts are this. Uh, we are hopefully about to exercise the demon of uh, Kuva from uh, a little over four years ago and our failure to qualify. That was a lesson learned, and I think part of the fire you saw the other night from Pulisic uh, was the fire of a guy who uh, sat there and cried on his knees because he didn't get to go to the last Mm -hmm. World Cup. And tell you, nothing will motivate you more than that type of failure. And we have, uh, for a change, really a team of several guys who we – well, hopefully be talking about as world-class yeah. players in the, over the next couple of years yep. um, and guys that are ready to compete at the highest level. So uh, let's get, get behind the red, white, and blue tonight. Uh, it's a great opportunity. Uh, it's great to get a chance to um, uh, beat Costa Rica and uh, solidify ourselves. Got the Indy 11. Hopefully uh, everybody saw the post earlier. Right uh, Wish TV. Yeah. Um, Given a nice countdown to kick off uh, for the home opener. They've had a struggle the uh, first three games on the road, but they did take on uh, the best team in the league, the Louisville, Lou City, um, in the LIP AFC. Look it up. One and uh, it was 1 1. It was a good goal. It was a nice goal. It was a well worked goal. So um, it's coming together. Team's got a lot of injuries early on, uh, new, new, new manager and new faces. So it's going to take a minute, but get behind the boys in blue. Uh, get down there to the mic, 7 o'clock Saturday night. Going to be cold. Make sure you bring a blankie and something to sit on because it might be wet as well. Oh. And those are aluminum bleachers, and they get really, really cold on your tushy. There you go. Um, so uh, the red, white, and blue, the red, white, and blue, the red, and the blue. Yes. Uh, it's, it's all kicking off. Um, 
glad to be with you. And uh, last thing I'm going to say is uh, my mother passed away one year ago to the day. And uh, I miss her every day since. And I love you, Mom. Mama Gordon. And, uh, well, there's that. Yep. So shout out to all you. Thanks for tuning in no matter when you saw this. I uh, hope you're having a great time. Hopefully by the time you do view this, uh, we're booking tickets to Qatar. Woo! Not us. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hashtag say gay. Hashtag people vo- black people vote. Love you guys. <laughs>